0: Chats with Claudia and Alish. yourself in the mirror all day. Yeah, in exactly. a little leotard, they're not fueling themselves with anything. No, and then they can't past. Yeah. So stops the love for dressing room stunk vomit. And on the see her, she only chews gum and does have exercises. For and again,
1: lunch. they're telling you to eat no almonds. Hey, so- dancers
0: Welcome to Stage Chats. The place where we discuss what really happens on and off stage in the dance world. Guys, before we start, it's Ailish's birthday hey! Oh my gosh. Wee-hee. So cool that I'm recording on my birthday. I know. Yay! Sorry to make you record a podcast. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Love that. So exciting. I said yes. to Ailish, I was like, Are you sure you want to record on your birthday? Like you can have the day off. She's like, like no, I, I, do I it. have to. I love this. It's not work for me, honestly. so good. So I fun. know. It's so fun. Well, happy, happy birthday, oh, eh? Thank you. Love that. Yes. Um. Now, guys, today's episode seven. What? And we're going to be talking about eating disorders in the dance world because we think this one's a really important topic and so common. Like, I've definitely yeah. been around it. Have you, Anne? Absolutely. Definitely been around it. Yeah. So, yeah. It's really good to talk about it, I think. Really, really good. Yeah. Um, and by the way, you guys can win one of our unreleased Claudia Dean Collection tracksuits that are launching this weekend simply by listening to this podcast. So all you've got to do is take a selfie listening to this episode, tag us, and we'll be picking a winner. You guys are loving the selfies. Yeah. This. Yeah, so we love it. Honestly, it's so nice. I like know. going onto the account and seeing all these like dancers listening to us. I, yeah. know. And I like love it. it. Yeah. And now that we're getting more episodes too, I can see there's like a lot of, a lot of different things that you guys can listen to and relate to. So yeah. it's really cool. Hey, Yeah, so good. Love it. Okay. So let's get straight into it. So yeah. A, did you ever experience an eating disorder yourself or how was your eating experience as a dancer?
1: I definitely think I had moments mm. um, when I was dancing. Like when I, when I was dancing in Australia, I think because mm. I had like my parents supervising me, I really had no issues mm. at all. I definitely saw some things, but as soon as I went overseas, I think that's for me when I realised what I was eating and then
0: like you had to for yourself. it.
1: Yeah, and I think that for me, yeah, kind of triggered some things. Um, yeah. I never had like any teachers comments or anything like that. I think it was. More more so just like body image and you know you're staring at yourself in the mirror Mm. all day
0: yeah in a little
1: leotard so it does take a toll on on you like whether you realize it or not I think it definitely
0: did for me yeah exactly yeah Yeah, I was sort of the same I feel like when um, I went through puberty and my body started to change that's probably when I started to kind of go oh like you know maybe I shouldn't eat that or yeah and I had a few comments from teachers as we've you know, spoken about in previous episodes. So that was sort of the same for me. I was like, oh, should I be eating this? Should I be doing this? Like, you know, I don't want to like put on weight or whatever. There's like that fear.
1: Yeah. And it's also really hard because like you're in a class with so many other people, teachers Mm. might've told someone that they need to lose weight. So you see them on a diet and then you're like, well, maybe I should do that too. Because if they are starting to get, you know, everyone's in competition. So it's kind of just like, well, if they're going to, you know, look thinner than me, are they going to get better roles than me? Are they going to be able to dance better than me. So you're kind of like in a competitive mindset with yeah, them. Yeah,
0: it's like a vicious cycle, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very
1: vicious cycle. And it's very
0: hard to not get in that trap. Um, I also remember too, like just a girl in my class, like clearly had an eating disorder. We mm-hmm. actually used to like live in the same flat. Yeah. And there was like six of us living in this flat and like I'd go to the toilet after her and there'd be like remnants of food in the toilet. Yeah. And um, you could just definitely tell like the shower was running when she was like going to the toilet, like, like, Like she was obviously trying to cover up her vomiting after her eating. And it was just very, it was really like sad to watch. And she'd go into class the next day and the teacher would be like, let's just pretend her name is Sally. She's like, Sally, you look so good. So that was kind of like solidifying to her that her behaviour was okay to do. exactly Because she was like looking better in the teacher's eyes. But it's actually like it was it was a scary spiral for that poor girl. Yeah.
1: And it's unstable as well. Mm. Like I think.
0: Not sustainable.
1: Yeah. And like. Yeah, sure. You might be trying to make like healthier choices. I think mine, well, I didn't have like a full on eating disorder, but I definitely mm. was very conscious of what I ate and really controlled it. Mm. Um, and so you always make mindful choices and you're like, this is healthier. Like mm. instead of eating chicken and meat, I just, oh, chicken and vegetables, for example, yeah. I just eat, you know, vegetables. Yeah. And it's and like, it's like no, no, like don't, yet. you get full on vegetables,
0: but it's not like sustainable for your yeah, body. And you're not fueling yourself obviously adequately you know, so vegetables obviously fine, but you know, you need your carbs. And even if you are a vegetarian, there are substitutes for protein and all of that. And also like portion sizes. Yeah,
1: definitely. Like I feel like dancers, the first thing you do is limit your portion size to like anything when you're struggling with an eating
0: disorder for sure. 100%. And I think too, also with eating disorders, when they are, when the dancers are getting encouragement from their peers, like from teachers and their friends, like saying, oh wow, you look really good. It's like, how far are they going to go to make themselves feel better and better about, like, their body image, Exactly. You
1: know? It's just such a spiralling circle. And hey. scary
0: slope. And I think that's why sort of eating disorders, you know, come into play really because it's like, you know, that first of all, they start off by, you know, dieting and doing mm. that. And then next of all, it's like then they, you know.
1: One extreme to the other. They just yeah, keep going and exactly. going. exactly. And then
0: it ends up next minute, then they're, they're not fueling themselves with anything. No, and then they can't dance. No, exactly. Mm. And like you stop your love. Like, it's yeah, so Yeah, it stops love for dance and also um, injuries too. Like I noticed um, the girl, Sally, that I was talking about before, like for her next year, she was literally injured back to back to back. She literally did not dance at all. And although in everyone's eyes, like in the teacher's eyes, yeah, she looked great, but she literally couldn't move. Yeah. Like it was really sad to watch. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. So awful. So like we were sort of saying before, personally, Ailish and I, we've struggled with just that little voice in your head that goes, Oh, should you be eating that Claudia? Should you be eating that A-list, I think we both struggle with that, which is almost the starting of an eating disorder sort of in a way, right? But we personally haven't been in a position where we've got like a blatant eating disorder. No, definitely not. But we've been around it. So like, have you been around someone that's like clearly had it?
1: Yeah. Like I remember in school, she had comments from our teacher saying that she needed to lose weight. Yeah. And so we'd be at lunch and she wouldn't be eating. We Mm. had morning tea. She wouldn't be eating dinner. She'd catch the train and we were just like, is this girl not eating? thing all day. day like what is the go and we were actually wow. genuinely really concerned but also at the time we were very very young yeah, you don't so know we didn't know it. how to approach it anyway mm. so we were like okay what do we do so yeah. we went into her bag to see if maybe she brought a lunchbox yeah. and then we saw packets and packets of chips, muesli bars, lolly bags wow. like she obviously was Binge. she didn't feel comfortable eating in front of us because she we all knew that the teacher had made comments to her about yeah. her weight Yeah. So she obviously, yeah, for some reason didn't want to eat in front of us. Wow. But she was obviously really binge eating, you know, when yep. she was on the train when we weren't around her. She didn't want she to like eat. She was obviously starving.
0: Yeah, she wanted to eat around other people. Exactly. But was starving. So it yeah. was just like binging, it, which is just, you know, so scary yeah, to
1: me. Very scary. So I think like comments like that and around peers and stuff, because it is such a, you know, stressful environment yeah. and it's very um, very intense. Exactly. I think like when everyone's
0: around everyone, she obviously mm. just did not feel she didn't feel comfortable. Wow. And also it's like, we'll talk about this after too. How do you approach when you know someone around yeah. you has an eating disorder? Like how do you approach that type of scenario? I've definitely experienced it. I yeah. sort of can't wait to share like the stories that I have, but there is one thing actually talking about binge eating. I remember too, um, in the company, a dancer told me she went down to the dressing room and this is like a really good dancer. Mm. She went down to the dressing room to grab something from her. Yeah. Um, like I think she just needs to grab like a hairbrush or something. Yeah. Anyway, she goes into the dressing dressing room and the whole dressing room stunk of vomit and on this person's dressing room table with again packets of like cakes and lollies and chips and wow. like it, it was like very very clear that like this dancer was struggling with an eating disorder like there was just yeah packets around and the whole place stunk of vomit and she's just like oh my gosh like had no idea and again it's like how do you sort of approach a situation yeah. like that it's like a yeah, very, it's very, yeah. it's very touchy topic because mm. obviously you know with eating disorders they're not just struggling with the eating disorder I think it's like a bit of a control thing so I think dance that are going through something like that, there's something else in their life that I think needs work, but the the way that they can control that Area in their life that needs work is by their eating. Oh,
1: absolutely. And I think dance is because you're such perfectionists. Yeah. Like you want to do everything. I don't know how to explain it, but like you want everything perfect yeah, for perfect. you. Exactly. So it's like, well, I can control my food. You know, I, I didn't land a pirouette today, so I'm mm. not gonna eat this. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's just a very toxic mindset mm. that you can get in. Yeah, and I exactly. think like realizing it before it gets to that point Out is so hand. important. Yeah, yeah,
0: like yeah, if you have those little concepts comments um going in your head like if you have that little voice that's like oh you know maybe you shouldn't eat this Sally maybe you shouldn't eat that yeah I think that's like when you have to nip it in the bud and speak to someone or seek help because like honestly they're they're the starting points of how people get out of control yeah I think. absolutely I also remember too this poor dancer and this was like later on when I was in the company too she literally had scars on her fingers from where she'd been forcing herself to vomit there was actual oh
1: my god
0: I know and it was kind of a known thing there were a lot of people in the company that like knew that but no one like it was so hard bring it, up. it was so hard to bring yeah. it up it's such a touchy touchy thing yeah. um and actually maybe I'll talk about a little story that I have like with bringing it up with a dancer yeah um basically this girl that I was coaching I remember I hadn't seen her for like six weeks yeah she was a very very talented dancer like I'd used her peeps of photo shoots she was so gorgeous anyway um I hadn't seen her for six weeks and she comes into this lesson and she had like her warm-up stuff on and i was like oh my god like she looks so different in her face like in my head i was just saying to myself whoa like she looks very different in her face like right. something's changed yeah yeah anyway she like takes off her warm-up gear and so she just had her leotard on and her mum was sitting in the corner too and she had lost, like I, I reckon like this kid was already small. Mm. I reckon she'd lost like 15 kilos wow. in six weeks. Like honestly, it was really shocking, yeah. like really shocking. And I literally just straight away, let's just pretend this girl's name is Laura. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't like using people's yeah, real names. No, but of course not. I just, as soon as like we were about to start the lesson, I just said, Laura, can you come and sit down with me with your mum? And we sat down and I just said like, I'm, I'm really, really like concerned, concerned. Yeah, about absolutely. how you look and like are you aware of what's going on Laura like it, uh, and I also said to the mother let's say her name was Patricia I just yeah. said Patricia are you aware like it, it is there something wrong and the mother bless her like she just burst out crying yeah. and I had to go and um, talk to the daughter like alone um, without the mum there and you know she told me things and yeah she was really struggling and this poor girl was like 13. Oh it's so but, sad but also what was really interesting after I'd spoken to Laura the girl Mm. um I then went and spoke to her mum Patricia separately so I was talking to them both separately and I just said um you know like this is just obviously like it's gone out of control so I think like it'd be best if you go and see this dietician bloody blah blah, to get her back on track see a doctor and she's like yeah and Claudia like I just want to say like thank you you're the only person that has said anything like I can see my daughter's out of control and I'm trying to help her but I'm the mum so it's very hard but she said we've gone to another dance school we've swapped dance schools and not even like at the new dance school they can clearly see she's lost like so much weight they never said anything yeah they never
1: said anything and And it needs to be like a second person because I think like if it's mm. coming from like your mom who sees you every day you know you don't really take you do take it seriously but I think mm. when it comes from someone that's like you know of authority to you and mutual to the situation like
0: yeah exactly and she was just like no one had said anything I just want to like thank you like from the bottom of my heart that you've yeah. actually said something. And I think, um, going through that experience, even as a coach, I was like, if I ever see anyone like out of control, I like made it a, a thing. I was like, this happened like six years ago yeah. to, personally, like this experience, but I was like, I'm always going to say something Absolutely. because I know how much it meant to them. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely.
1: I remember at school as well, we had a girl and she'd only chew gum. Oh my god! So we, she came into our school and she came in a bit later mm. and she was completely normal, but but I think because like our school was very small mm-hmm. she felt like a lot of pressure like she was a bit behind so again it's a control thing yeah she felt like she can control the way she looked True. anyway she yeah. was going so far down wow. anyway I went me and another girl went to our director and mm-hmm. said like we're really concerned about her we see her she only chews gum and does ab exercises for lunch like what? we don't so know what, do you what mean? to she do was,
0: she was just like doing ab exercises
1: yeah so we'd all just be sitting there resting eating our lunch everything like that and she just just be chewing gum and doing like bicycle crunches Whoa. for like the half Holy an hour manly, break we that's, had
0: that's crazy she just
1: listened she wouldn't talk to anyone she would never hang out with us like on you know weekends and stuff we had time off wow. we'd always you know because we were living in New York so we'd go to Central Park and mm. we always had so much fun together and she just never came to anything wow and it was just very sad and so our director spoke to her and it was over Christmas break and said we have a long break mm-hmm. um like you know see it doctor get help Everything." Yeah she came back the next year and she was so healthy. Oh so
0: she was fine. Yeah,
1: she was so fine. She went and saw help. I think she wow. did struggle with the way she looked because
0: obviously it was different. And ob- yeah, exactly. So obviously yeah. she like because she was then healthy again, she'd yeah. obviously gone back to a normal weight, yes. but she wasn't used to and it. And she was
1: used to, you know, she was eating and I think the mindset set like even though her body mm. looked physically healthy, yeah. I think her mind was still struggling. Yeah, but
0: exactly. But I think she was
1: doing a very very good job. Yeah, and like, I think that's very the other good. Thing- With
0: eating disorders, I feel like, um, again, I've experienced with someone with, you know, just chewing gum and just very odd habits, you know, to get sugar really fast. Like they just have a scoop of sugar. Like I've definitely seen some weird like eating habits, but I also like worry for, And they're not weird sorry I think they actually stem from like they're struggling they don't know they don't know how to handle it so these these habits that form are so odd but to them it feels normal because they're just trying to get quick fixes exactly but anyway I I honestly think that like eating disorders like I don't know if it like ever leaves you yeah I think you can get help and you can you can recover from it and you can become so much stronger from it but I also think when you've spiraled that far I think it does it does stay with you for a long time long, long time. Oh, I think I personally agree with you. Yeah. I think it
1: does. And I think it does take a lot on your mind yeah.
0: to, to overcome something yeah. like that. Like it's such a big thing, but never say never. Like I think, yeah, people do recover from it, but I also think like it, they struggle for a while after. Yeah.
1: So if you're seeing like you're, you yourself are having any comments or yep. anything like that, like seek help before it does spiral so And get low. out of control. Yeah. yeah. Cause
0: it does. You know what? One thing I think is really lacking in the dance world is in these professional school environments and even in full-time schools is nutrition information and, absolutely and like classes on what you should be eating, how you should be fueling yourself. Don't you think it's so scary that like there's so, there's thousands of dancers out there like sweating it out, like putting in so many hours and energy, but they have no idea like what to eat. Like think of a runner. Oh, right? exactly.
1: I feel like I eat like three times the amount I do now.
0: Yeah. Then I was dancing exactly. and I was like dancing
1: 18 hours a day. Exactly. Exactly. Like I eat so much more
0: now. <laughs> Maybe not eighteen, but yeah, <laughs> literally <laughs> on the well, floor doll. <laughs> yeah, literally. I felt like I was dancing eighteen hours a day. But, but it's honestly, so true. And like, if you look at any other profession, look at like runners, look at netballers. I'm sure that they would get yeah. educational classes on what to eat. They'd have you know guidance on that. But in the dance world, it's like not taboo, but it's almost like frowned upon if you want to go and see a nutritionist.
1: Yeah, well, because you just get advice from your teachers, and again, they're telling you to eat nine almonds. That's so. so- what do you mean? It's
0: so bad. <laughs> like, I think that really needs to change. If you are a teacher that has some sort of school or established, um, you know, environment like that, just, I reckon the best thing you can do for your students is to literally get a nutritionist in, even if it's weekly and they just talk about portion sizes, what dances like can and, you know, maybe not can eat because dancers can eat anything, yeah. but it's like maybe just portion sizes. I think that's like even just a good topic. And I feel
1: like we get even a lot of questions like on our- our dms and stuff being like what should dancers eat am i eating too much how do i do this 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 and And like we're not even nutritionists and
0: i'm i'm not comfortable like doing like a day on the plate or anything like that because i'm not a nutritionist and this is my body this is like what i would personally eat but should you be eating that who knows like everyone's different everyone's bodies are so different so i think um yeah i just wanted to like point that out hey it's like it's so lacking in the dance world it's like let's like make this normal absolutely yeah seriously I feel
1: like we should definitely get, like, a nutritionist, dietitian
0: on the podcast. Yeah. and Or even know. even someone that has struggled with an eating disorder on the podcast. Yeah. We did have one um, reach out to us, which I think could be, like, very, very interesting just to hear it from a perspective on, like, you know, the relapses they go yeah. through. and, and like how
1: she's dealing with it now. Exactly, like, like years I, later. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Yeah, so let us, that.
0: yeah, let us know, like, in our DMs, like, if you want to hear that because I think for sure it could be a very good thing for us to, like, just just shine light on. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right, dancers, every single week we record, we always get you guys to ask us a question on Instagram. Basically, we answer it live on the potty. So we're just going to find a cute question and answer it right now. Okay. So this week's question is, how do you know when your time is over or you should move on from a company setting? Or like just maybe we should just answer it as well in ballet, just in general, like when it's time for you to like stop dance. Yeah. Well, what was your like turning point, Ailish.
1: Um, I think actually I was auditioning for companies and I went to Bulgaria of mm. all places. And I literally was there in my hotel room and I called my mom, and I said, I live in the most beautiful country. Mm-hmm. Why would I give that up and move to a country where it wasn't really for me?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I was just like, dance, you know, I love it, but mm. not... To this much, yeah. like my lifestyle, everything, my friends, my family is really important like, to you. So
0: important to me, and yeah, I just was like, wow, yeah. why am I doing this? I actually feel like I, yeah, I, totally agree with you. I think when you're a professional dancer, you have to actually like sacrifice, like not not your soul. That's yeah. a bit dramatic, but you have to sacrifice so much. Any professional dancer that you see, whether they're you know overseas or in Australia, any professional dancer, they are sacrificed sacrificing so much just to be in that company so much <laughs> honestly you really do and yeah. yeah it does take a toll hey I th- yeah for sure Mine, mine's definitely like the love I feel like when you're like you know dreading going to classes or you're not yeah. excited to go on stage I yeah. started to feel like that towards the end yeah. like I wasn't fully invested anymore and um the same thing I was like I could live in Australia like have a bit more of a normal life yeah. and you know just kind of make create my own career like I think I was just kind of getting fed up that like a director had control over how well I was going to yeah. Yeah, And your
1: happiness is determined on, you know, that director or teacher exactly. rather than
0: yourself. And yeah. I think when that's not making you happy anymore, um, it's definitely like time to exit. Yeah. And I, I think, think, you know, you know, when you know, yeah, you know, when you know, no, I, <laughs> I reckon though we both like made the right decision at the right time. I oh honestly, God, yeah. even like, yeah, my dad, I swear every time he sees me, he's like, oh, Claude, aren't you lucky you left when you did. Yeah. Like-
1: <laughs> my parents are like, honestly, I've never seen you happier. Yes, like you're, you're so happy happy all the time Would like you? what is it <laughs> can I get a bit of that <laughs> it's
0: so true we're yeah. very I think we're both very lucky we have so much fun even yeah. it's Ailish's birthday today yeah, it's and I put birthday. up I put up this little post and I was like every day alish we have so much fun yeah. together like we just have so much fun yeah so. we
1: do and I think yeah you've got to find that balance and if yeah. you can't find that
0: balance like it's, yeah. Move on. It, yeah, I think it's time to move on. But look, Me. guys, we've had so much fun recording this episode. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, and if there's anything more that you want us to touch on in terms of eating disorders, of course, we're happy to talk about it. So, yeah, um, yeah we, we can, can s- do a 2.0. Yeah, and actually next episode is all about puberty too. Mm. So that's going to, I think, like flow really nicely and um, there's a lot of cool things we're going to be talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Oh, love you guys. Bye. See you in the next episode. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Claudia Dean World. Make sure you
1: follow this podcast, our Instagram, TikTok and YouTube. See you in the next episode. Bye, dancers.